Rabikoff, and this week we are bringing you a special feature on In the Kitchen. We are going to be cooking in an 1850s kitchen at the John Warnell House with executive chef and owner Jonathan Justice from the Justice Drugstore. Before we start cooking, I'm going to meet with the people who are caring for the John Warnell House and making it relevant today. That is director Anna Marie Tutera, uh, artist, historian, antique dealer um, Bruce Burstert, and open hearth cooking demonstration queen, Helen Miller. Thank you all for inviting me to this wonderful, wonderful facility. Okay, Anna, let's begin with you, but we're all gonna be contributing as we go along. When was this built? And tell us a little bit about John Warnell. Sure. The house was built in 1858, mm -hmm. and John Warnell was a farmer and a businessman, and a banker, and a father. And he built this, well it must have been, even then, a more extravagant dwelling than most. Absolutely, it was actually, I think he, it was called one of the most pretentious houses. <laughs> You're gonna in build Kansas that, City. yes. Greek revival. Greek revival, very stately. You could you know, see it prominently. It was um, elevated above, all of his farmland, which was well over 600 acres. My goodness. So okay. all of these houses here in Brookside are on the Warnell homestead. Okay. All right, and we know that um, the home was used as a hospital during the Civil War and then returned back to being a private home after that. That's right. The, the house was used as a field hospital during the mm -hmm. Battle of Westport. 2014 marks the 150th mm. anniversary of the okay. Battle of Westport, so okay. this house will come alive once again as a field hospital, okay. which we're very excited Wonderful. about. Wonderful. Oh. And um, yes, the Warnells lived in this house until the early 60s. 1960s. 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 At which point the uh, Jackson County Historical Society took it over and restored the house. So the work you're doing is very much in keeping with a larger movement, and that is to preserve our foods, local, organic, sustainable, seasonable cooking. We know it is healthier for all of us to do that. Um, and your work here is very much a part of that effort. Tell us a little bit about these vegetables because it tells the story of some local people doing just that. What we've got here are local vegetables um, from the bad seed. The tomatoes are from the bad seed mm -hmm. in the Crossroads, which has a CSA program uh, every Friday. Uh, we also have uh, vegetables that you'll see uh, in the kitchen, in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. that are um, that vegetables that were grown from yes. Boys Grow. An amazing program. An, amo yes. an amazing program, program that actually teaches children, uh, boys, to garden. Uh, there are a variety of things I know that are happening to engage the community in the Warnell House. And that's what you all are, your educators, your curators. Let's talk about some of the annual events and ways that our community can get involved here. Once you come to the house, you, you're, you're captured. You're, your heart's here. What's coming up? 
We have our annual ghost tours and paranormal investigations. Paranormal. Which this community loves. Yep. <laughs> That's going to be happening. Actually, everything's going to be happening this fall at the Alexander Majors House okay. on State Line and 82nd because the Warnell House will likely remain closed over the next few months as we finish up right. the construction. We have an incredible event that's gonna kick off our holiday programming. Mm -hmm. It is with Dr. Bruce Prince Joseph, who is a retired keyboardist from the New York Philharmonic. Oh my goodness. And he is our honorary music director and has been for over 20 years. And he is going to be doing a piano demonstration at the Majors, at, at Alexand the Majors Alexander House Majors and dedication mm -hmm. because he has been working for two years on restoring an 1870s piano at the Majors oh, House. Oh, wonderful. So we'll be entertained. Oh, it'll be yep. incredible. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to do a series of candlelight tours mm -hmm. at the Majors House and musical concerts that actually Bruce is producing. Uh, the name of the program um, that we've pulled together is called um, Christmas on the Western Border. Mm -hmm. So this is a program, Bonnie, that uh, I developed several years ago. It's been performed in Kansas City and the region and other museums and churches, historic churches. The show really deals with the historic history of our Christmas carols mm -hmm. that came with us and also music that came about during the 19th century. Father, Father Christmas, Christmas. Uh, the Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. In the spring, are there some special things to look forward to? What might they be? Absolutely. We are going to be having so many activities. We're going to have our annual herb sale and herb, herb cocktail garb. party. Yes. This year's really special coming up because we have our garden tour and that happens every other year. Okay. So that'll be happening in June. We're going to be doing a uh, large fairy, Victorian fairies <laughs> festival on the lawn of the Warnell House. So kids will fairies absolutely festival. love How fun that. Is this? And then of course over the summer, we'll have our summer day camps that run for a series of weeks. Mm -hmm. And those typically take place at both the John Warnell House and the Alexander Majors Wonderful. House. And then, of course, after that, we will do our exhibit. I, it's been probably many years since we've actually done an exhibit mm -hmm. at one of the museums, and it'll be a three-month exhibit on Civil War medicine. Mm -hmm. And we're partnering with the Metropolitan um, Medical Society mm -hmm. of Greater Kansas City to bring that exhibit um, to the community. It will also talk about the founding of the Medical Society, which was actually founded in 1881. So there's gonna be some really interesting stories about quackery and great <laughs> artifacts and content. <laughs> the tonics that yeah. may or may not have been very, helpful. Yeah. Very fun to, okay. to talk about. And, and we're really working hard to build the next generation of museum goers, the next generation that's really interested in historic preservation and education, civic unity. All right, Helen, you cook at the hearth. You are dressed in clothing from this period. Is it grandma's, great grandma's? Well, my grandmother's cameo and dresser scarf that I made into a, a collar. My costume actually is a little bit earlier. I was trained at New Salem, where Lincoln lived uh, north of Springfield. It's a log cabin village of 25 log homes. So you're devoted and, to this history as well. Right, so for 14 years I did open hearth baking at the Rutledge Tavern, and then I moved down here to watch grandchildren 
and uh, ended up working here. Okay, you can't stay away from us, can you? No. No, so the open hearth cooking, which we will be doing Mm -hmm. today, uh, requires a different skill set than opening up your oven. It takes a little bit of practice, and I always like to tell people that uh, if you didn't have electricity or gas, this is how you had to survive, cooking on the open hearth. And uh, the flavor from the smoke from oh, the wood. It's so good, and that cornbread, when you flip that out when it's all mm. warm, it's delicious. It's delicious. <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to be cooking before we get in the kitchen to cook it. And I know you're familiar with two of the items because they're items that you prepare. Mm-hmm. The cornbread, right, and the other is called a Joe Frogger. It's a big molasses cookie that's also done in the Dutch oven, and you had to use the very expensive white sugar Ooh. to sprinkle on it because in those days white sugar cost a dollar fifty a pound. If you put that in context, people earn between fifty cents and a dollar a day, so it was like two or three days of labor for one pound of white sugar. So you didn't use it very often. You used honey or molasses for your sweetener. Okay. So these are very special cookies. So would this have been prepared on a As holiday a speci- yes, or a special, special guest? Right, right. So right. we, speaking of special guests, we are having a special celebrity taster. George Caleb Bingham is coming. So that is why we have to have this molasses cookie right. for Mr. He's Bingham. Very <laughs> He's very special. <laughs> and we are working really hard to create dynamic educational opportunities for kids and adults. You all, you know, Thank you for what you're doing. We know that there's no comp- financial compensation that brings to the Warnell House what you all do. This is dedication, devotion, and we wouldn't be having what we have without the three of you and others I know that, that participate. So I think we should go into the kitchen. Jonathan's going to be, you know, the fire's going and we're going to prepare this signature dish from the 19th century. Thank you all for helping to make this happen. Thank you. Thank you.